Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What's up, guys, and welcome to episode number three of the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. I'm Gordon. I'm your host. And if this is your first time listening to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast, I just want to go over real quickly what it is, okay? The reason this podcast was created and the reason I even talk about this stuff in and outside of the podcast is that I'm developing a movement, okay? And the movement is based on the belief which I personally believe 1 million percent, uh, that the mind and body work together way more than anybody realizes, okay? Way more than the general population, doctors, everybody uh, realizes, okay? This is, it's really my, my attempt to educate on the understanding that like the more we strengthen our minds and the more we build our mindset and our beliefs in ourselves that we can actually develop discipline and habits around that that map directly to our ambitions on the physical side okay so getting the body you always wanted building the strength you always wanted physical strength building muscle mass you always wanted losing the weight you always wanted putting on the weight you always wanted all of that i believe starts at the mindset okay but not in the way that you've probably heard before. It's like, oh yeah, okay, you know, you got to get in the frame of mind. Yes, you do, but it's way more than that. And my goal here is to get that message out and really drive it home way harder than anybody else ever has, because I think it's a seriously under-delivered message by a lot of people. And I have the most respect in the world for those who have tried to tap into this a little bit, but I want to drive it just a little bit harder. And I want people to understand that, by building the mindset uh, and, and strengthening the mind and building the discipline that you can create a cycle that allows you to then work on all your physical goals and physical objectives. And that cycle will lead you back around to strengthening your mindset as you see progress on the physical side, which just drives your confidence and your ambitions more and more to continue to achieve more physical uh, goals and physical oriented goals and body oriented goals, which again, just cycles back to the mindset over and over and over again to get you where you want to go. So that is the intent of the strength of body and mind movement. Okay. Now, this episode, episode three, uh, really pumped actually to talk about this. I think this is going to be extremely valuable and I hopefully can disrupt and deconstruct some stigma around something that I hold very near and dear to my heart and that is weightlifting, okay? Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to title this yet, but something like weightlifting, I don't know, weightlifting, using weightlifting to reach your goals, okay? Uh, (laughs) I think it's... Uh, 1000% applicable. Uh, And I think this really will hit any age group. Okay, so I'm kind of right in the middle, I guess I'm a 33 year old dad, husband, I've got my own business, and I've got a job that I do on top of that, right, an actual full time job. And I'm busy as hell, just like you, if you're listening to this, 
and you kind of fall in that same category, right? I feel your pain. <laughs> uh, you know what it's like. But the topic of this, this is going to apply directly to people like the age of my nephew, right? Uh, 18, 19 years old, all the way to my my father's age, right? The 60s. So anyways, before I get into the real meat of this podcast, um, if you are experienced with weightlifting and you've been doing it uh, multiple times a week for several years, you probably already know some of this stuff. You've already seen some of the results that weightlifting can give you. Uh, you have built some sort of muscle. Uh, maybe you're at a plateau now, right? Maybe you're not. Maybe you're a lot farther along and you're you know, a competitive bodybuilder or a powerlifter or, or you just weight train for you know, just the, the enjoyment of doing it. And you've seen the results, though, so you already know all this. Uh, that's cool, right? If you're new to weightlifting, right, and you've never done it before or you've only tried it here and there like a couple of times a month for you know a few months or whatever, you've gone in and done some curls, which is fine, right? No judgment at all. But if you've, if you're not experienced, I encourage you to listen up. This is going to be very valuable for you. And if you take some of the stuff that I talk about here and you actually put it into practice, even a little bit, if you take what I talk about today and you put it into practice a little bit, right, even 50% of it, you will see results, period. You will see results. Not a maybe, not a potentially, you will actually see results. Now, being in the weightlifting and fitness and nutrition kind of industry, I talk to a lot of people, a ton of people, and I've always been interested in educating those who, who need it and who are inexperienced. And I was inexperienced once, and I looked up to several people, and I learned a ton from obviously trying things and building up my own experience through trial and error, but also being educated through uh, different forms of media of those who I looked up to, those athletes, those bodybuilders, those powerlifters, and fitness uh, models You know that, that talked about their training and how they prepared for a shoot and stuff like that. I got a ton out of that. And you know, I've compiled all that, um, kind of built my own little archive in my own head of things that work and things that don't work and um, things that are great for beginners and things that are great for experienced people. And um, so anyway, to circle back, I talk to a lot of people, okay? A lot of inexperienced people as well. People ask me for advice. People ask me for their my opinion on certain things and what I do in this situation and that situation. And I've really discovered that there's like five, I'm going to call them myths. There's five myths or, uh, you know, whatever the beliefs that are out there that are, that are just not true. <laughs> uh, and I want to break them all down here and maybe one of them applies to you. Maybe none of them apply to you, but there's value in listening to all five of them. Okay. Even if for no other reason, just to reiterate some of the stuff here. Okay. It's, it's good to hear it again. It's good to drive it home ingrain it in your mind and understand that, some of the stuff that, you know, may, you may feel like it works for a while, but then you might feel like it's not working. And then you start to develop the mind, this mindset, this belief that one of these myths is actually true. And I just want to squash it. And, uh, cause I've been in that situation, right? Where I've hit a plateau and for six months, I thought that one of these things that I'm going to talk about here, one of these myths was actually real. Right. And, uh, it's it's just not right. Things just take time, so there's patience that is required to actually get where you're trying to go to. But anyway, let's jump right into this. Um, some of them might sound ridiculous, like obvious common sense, and some of them might not. But let's let's get right into it. Okay, myth number one. 
Uh, this is this is probably the one. And these are in order of uh, most common. Okay, so myth number one: <laughs> weightlifting will make me look like I'm on steroids. Or let me rephrase it another way: uh, you know, Gordon, I don't want to get into weight training. I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to look like I'm a steroid, like a juice head. All right, I don't wanna look like a steroid user. Um, <laughs> so this one's really interesting to me, and I it's so. It's so silly to me because in my head, I'm like, all right, you know, I've been lifting weights for 10 years and I don't look like I'm on steroids because I'm not on steroids. Actually, a lot of people that lift weights don't even look like they lift weights, which is the funny part. Uh, it's sometimes, it's actually hard to pick out like your average person that lifts weights out of a crowd, you know, or out of a group of people. Um, it, it does... So I'll, I'm always going to be a proponent for lifting weights, always. Um, but just because you go to the gym and lift weights two or three days a week uh, for five years straight isn't going to necessarily make you look like someone who lifts weights. Will it help you lose weight and get uh, fit? Yes, absolutely. Uh, but what people think of when they hear the term weightlifter or weightlifting is they they picture... Uh, someone that's like really vascular, you know, you can see a lot of veins and has huge muscle tone, uh, muscle size. And that type of look that you're probably picturing or the people who think, you know, that this myth that I just described, right, making you look like you're in steroids. If you're in that camp and you think that um, those guys or, or you know, those, <laughs> those people that look like that are actually taking steroids or they've just been so heavily focused on weightlifting the right way right and they've they've had the right coaching and the right uh the right discipline the right nutrition right big focus there nutrition for years that you know in the right lighting and uh wearing the right clothes and, and whatnot they might look like you know they could potentially be on steroids uh but anyway the, the point is uh, weightlifting isn't going to make you look like you're on steroids, right? It's just not. Uh, weightlifting is going to increase muscle mass. It's going to increase muscle tone. It's going to increase your fat burning capability for sure. Um, but it's not going to make you look like you're on steroids, period. Okay. Um, so again, <laughs> and that comes from both men and women. Right, I've heard both men and women say that, um, and it it's it's I'll say it's a little surprising, but it's also not because I've heard it so much now over the years that it's just not. Even when I was losing weight and using weightlifting as my main catalyst for doing that, um, and I was losing a few pounds a week, and I lost uh, close to eighty pounds in a year, less than a year actually, I I still after I was doing that, and I definitely didn't look like I was on steroids, not at all. In fact, it was the opposite. I looked super skinny. But after all that, I still had people asking me and telling me. They were asking me, uh, you know, first and foremost, how are you doing it? How are you losing weight? And then the second thing, after I told them weightlifting was the key for what I was doing to get to the goal I was getting to, and it was actually working, um, their response a lot of times from a lot of people was, well, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to look like I'm on steroids. <laughs> or I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to look like I'm a juice head. Okay. All right, bro. You know, 
whatever you want to do. Um, so anyway, squashing that myth, right? Uh, myth number two, right? This is more from, well, it's actually entirely from uh, women. This is something I hear from women a lot. And it is goes like this. I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to look like a man. <laughs> and um, I've heard that from some people really, really, really close to me in my own family. And I've heard that from people just that I meet at different fitness gatherings of sorts, gyms, expos, whatever. Um, you know, when you're in the space, you talk to a lot of people. I already mentioned that. And this comes up a lot, especially and almost entirely from women who are new to working out. They don't understand, and this isn't really a judgment on them either. It's just lack of experience, like most of this stuff. They don't understand what it really takes for a female to have a bodybuilder um, type of physique. And when I say bodybuilder, I mean vascularity, uh, very, very big muscle, definite, like a strong muscle definition and big muscle sa- size, big muscle mass. Uh, especially like, in, I know exactly what they're picturing. Like they're picturing the, the shoulders, like broad shoulders, built up shoulders, delts, traps, um, toned arms, like more than like your average GQ model or whatever, uh, built up legs, like quads and hamstrings definition there, uh, and back mass and back size and, uh, back definition. Those are the things that women who say this are picturing. And they think that if they go to the gym and they, uh, do a couple of squats and do a couple of bench presses and do a couple of curls, that they're just going to be ripped and like going to have like crazy bodybuilder physique. Um, first of all, that's not going to happen. It's just not. Um, if you are going to the gym casually and you are, your your nutrition is just kind of sort of dialed in, you'll never look like that period. Um, it takes so much work and this is a testament to all the female bodybuilders out there. And men too, but I'm talking about the females here. Um, you guys or you ladies are absolute badasses, right? Because I know what it takes to actually get there. Uh, I know the sacrifice you guys go through. I know the amount of work you guys put in at the gym. I know the amount of mental, like the, the, the struggles that you guys endure mentally day in and day out just to get there is, 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 is like ridiculous. Um, so for women who have not actually lifted weights at all, have not stepped into the gym much, um, to think that they can just, uh, if they lift weights two or three times or for a month or two months or even six months that they're going to be in that situation where they're ready to step on stage and compete. Um, and that's something that they're trying to avoid because they don't like that look for whatever reason, it's not going to happen. Um, so don't, if you're new to weightlifting, do not let the fear of looking too, too ripped or too big or too muscular, uh, don't let the fear of that keep you from starting. Okay. It's not going to happen. Period. It's just not going to happen. Um, that's all I really have to say about that one. If you're concerned about it, don't be, it will not happen. I promise. Myth number three. Okay. This is also another one I hear a lot. And this one, it actually, it bothers me a lot because 
it's almost like a uh, a method that people use to not even start working out at all, including weightlifting. And it goes like this. Uh, hey, Gordon, um, you know, I don't want to get into weightlifting because I don't want to get injured. Okay. Uh, when it comes to injury, I have a few thoughts on this, and I, did, I wasn't sure if I just wanted to go off the rails completely and go on a tangent about it, but um, I'll try to I'll try to keep it short. So, <laughs> um, yes, there's always a risk you can get injured if you do anything physical. Absolutely, if you go to the gym today and you try to uh, squat for example, and you try to squat too much weight and you don't quite understand the form yet. You don't have the form down. Yes, you can hurt your back. You can hurt your legs. You can hurt all kinds of stuff. It can happen. If you deadlift the wrong way, yeah, you can tweak your back. Sure. Um, but there's, there's an obvious routine that you need to go through in order to gain the experience and get the reps in at lower weight weight that's not harmful and not potentially hazardous and once you understand the form and the range of motion and all that stuff and the grip uh, you can start to move up in weight sure that's kind of a given but I want to talk about something else Um, if you don't work out if you choose not to exercise if you choose not to lift weights if you choose not to do anything that's going to stress your body in the way that will cause it to grow and build and get stronger uh, think about what kind of damage you're doing to yourself long term okay think about the marathon of this whole thing right life I guess as we get older our bodies get weaker and as they get weaker if they don't have a strong foundation Everything gets harder. Daily stuff, daily activities, daily movement gets harder. It gets more difficult. And the older you get, the more you start to compensate for stuff that's not working as well anymore. And you start to use, uh, let's just, as a practical example, um, you may start to get tendonitis in your elbow. And so you might overcompensate for that by using um, a certain like your forearms more than your shoulders or your shoulders more than your forearms or something like that. And the more you do that kind of thing, the more you're just putting stress on something that doesn't necessarily need to have it. And that can be a situation that you are experiencing all over your body, elbows, shoulders, knees, ankles, whatever, your whole body. And so the less strength you have in your body, the less muscle strength is what I'm talking about. The less, uh, the less muscle density that you have built up, um, the more that those injuries are going to be more, uh, to be more prevalent. And I always like to think about what would happen if I didn't go through the pain and, uh, the torture of building up, uh, strong muscles and, you know, from head to toe, um, you know, what would my life look like 10, 15 years from now? If I just continued to not do that, if I just sat on the couch or did very, very little, you know, and honestly, the, the snapshot in my head doesn't look very good. I mean, just look around at somebody, you know, in your life that doesn't do shit 
and didn't do anything for a long, long time. Um, they didn't, they didn't work out. They didn't exercise. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but going for a walk once a week for 45 minutes is not really exercise. Uh, that's not really going to do much for you, especially over the long haul. So, <laughs> you know, if you look at those people in your life that didn't do anything for a long, long time, 10, 15, 20 years until they're, you know, up into their middle age or older, you know, what does their life look like? Uh, what's difficult for them physically? Um, are they happy with the way they look? Are they happy with the way they feel? You know, I mean, maybe, sure. And that's great. Good for them. Um, but I think the, the odds are the more people you ask, the more data you get on this, the more you'll find that those people probably aren't happy at all with themselves. They're not happy with the way they look. When they look in the mirror, they're, you know, not happy with that. And they're not physically capable of doing what they want to do. Or to tie this back around to the whole, the whole point of injury, maybe they sustained an injury as a result of not having a good solid base. I know people that have broken bones or um, experienced like ligament damage because they didn't have good, strong supporting muscles. And when I say good, strong supporting muscles, that doesn't mean they had to have like power lifter size, power lifter strength in their body. But having some muscle mass is, is honestly, it's so important to avoid future injury. Now, yes, you can absolutely injure yourself in the gym, uh, weight lifting weights. It can happen. Um, but the risk of what you can experience by not doing that is far, far greater. And with a little training and a little education, um, listening to some podcasts like this one, watching YouTube videos, going online and just searching for proper form uh, for just different exercises, all that stuff can be learned. It's a skill. And once it's learned and you have it and you start going to get some reps in, then you will avoid injury uh, or, or seriously decrease your chances of actually experiencing an injury. So using the potential threat of injury as a reason to not work out and to not lift weights is a bullshit reason. And if that's your reason, I'm calling you out on it because it's not real. Okay. Uh, myth number four. This is also one of my favorites. Uh, people argue with me all the time that lifting weights does not burn as much fat or calories as cardio. Now, uh, it's, it's not really true. First of all, I'll just put that out there. Um, it's also, there's, there's a longevity to weightlifting that's really widely misunderstood or not understood at all. And it, it looks like this. When you lift weights, like the actual moment when you lift a weight and you feel your muscles start to burn and you start to tear them and you put them in a catabolic state, so they're kind of breaking down a little bit, um, you are calling on all of the resources in your body, basically, to, to, to make sure that that action gets performed. Um, so your heart rate's going to go up, your, your, um, you have more blood circulation everywhere as you rip that muscle. Uh, I don't want to get too scientific here because I'm not an expert, okay? Um, but as you rip that muscle, you are calling on whatever energy source you have available to you. Now, typically, that would be like a carbohydrate, okay? Um, but 
uh, you know, depending on whether you're in some sort of some sort of ketosis or whether depending on what your diet is, right? You might also be um, doing like intermittent fasting or something. Um, so you might be calling on whatever like fat you might have stored up as energy, but you're calling on that energy. So you're going to start to burn fat at the moment that you are performing the exercise. Um, but also, you know, let's say you're doing, um, let's say you're doing, I don't know, uh, chest, right? You're working out your chest, you're doing bench press, stuff like that. Um, you know, to, in order to do a bench press, which is a pushing exercise, you're also using all kinds of muscle groups in your arms and, um, you're using muscle groups in your shoulders and actually you're using muscle groups in your whole upper body because you're, you're tightening your core in order to perform the lift. And by calling on all those supplementary, like, uh, some of them are accessory, some of them are primary, but you're calling on all those different muscle groups to help, uh, that is causing all of them to stress and strain. And so they are also burning calories and burning fat, uh, just by supporting the core primary muscle group that you're working in this case would be your chest, right? Um, and there's resources that are going to be needed to keep them fueled as well. Okay. So think about it like this. You do a bench press, you're going to tear all the muscle fibers in your chest, uh, your pecs. Okay. Whether you're male or female, they all works the same and all the supporting muscles um, are not taking as much strain, but they're all, they're there to support and they are under strain as you are pushing the weight away from you as you're going through the push. So your triceps, your forearms, um, your delts, uh, your traps to a lesser extent, your, um, your core, right? So your abs and even your lats a little bit, uh, your back, all of it together plays a role to keep stabilized and everything. And there's going to be a rush of resources to all of those. And in order to do that, there's going to be a huge surge of uh, burning of energy that you have stored up. So again, that could be carbs, that could be sugar, it could be fat. Um, and you know, that that's, that's the nutritional component. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but in order to do that, there's a ton of energy that's needed to do it. And that energy uh, that's being used that, that all that translates to is fat loss and burning of calories. Okay. Uh, here's the other thing. When you go into that catabolic state, after you tear those muscles, after you perform that lift and you start to, uh, let's just say you go and you take in some protein or whatever, um, the act of rebuilding that muscle group, right? Reconnecting those fibers and t putting it all back together. Um, that's, that's your anabolic state. All of that takes energy too. So once you start lifting and you go through a, an exercising period of like an hour of lifting weights and you're done, well, your body continues to burn at a very rapid rate for a long time, you know, like hours. That doesn't really happen as much with cardio. Cardio is a little bit different. Um, so, you know, I don't want to really get too deep into what cardio is capable of doing and not capable of doing. Of course, you can lose weight doing cardio. Uh, you don't really build any long-term sort of uh, fat, fat loss and weight loss, like pillars, if you will, doing cardio like you would with weightlifting. Uh, the more muscle mass you have on your body, uh, the more daily calorie burning you're going to do. 
It's just the way it is. You have more muscles, um, and they require their own, you know, <laughs> their required nutrients just to sustain. Um, so even if you did nothing, they're gonna, your muscles are going to try to sustain as long as they can. Of course, they will decrease over time if they're not getting worked. But just to try and, and keep that muscle mass on, your body is going to burn a lot of, a lot of calories. Uh, when you're doing cardio, you're getting a huge spike of calorie burning and fat loss at that time, but it's pretty much over as soon as you're done moving. Um, it doesn't carry on through the day. You'll get a surge of energy and you'll get a little bit of additional calorie burning throughout the day. It'll be slightly elevated, uh, but not the same way that weightlifting is. So I just want to, I want to completely uh, destroy for anyone who's listening, the myth that weightlifting does not burn as much fat or as many calories as cardio, uh, because that's absolutely false. And I encourage everyone to try that out and put the two side by side to the test, you know, for three months or four weeks or some, some sort of, you know, do your own test uh, where you do like four weeks of just cardio and then you do four weeks of just weightlifting and see which one does more. Now, personally, I recommend everybody does both, but you know, that's kind of like a next level kind of thing. So if you're new to it, um, and you're not sure, you know, maybe I should do more cardio. Maybe I should do more weightlifting. Um, I love both. I really think everybody should do both, but weightlifting is going to get you more results than, just cardio by itself, just the way it is. And weightlifting can be a cardio thing too, by the way. You can do weightlifting at low weights, uh, high reps, in a sort of uh, almost like a hit sort of strategy or a hit type of uh, tempo, you know, high intensity interval training. Uh, CrossFitters do this a lot. You know, you can lift weights fast and get in a lot of reps and get your heart rate really going and get a good sweat going while lifting weights at the same time. Um, so, you know, again, we'll get into that later too, but there's, there's a way to do both at the same time, or, you know, you can stack them both, do like a heavy weightlifting session and a cardio session at the same, uh, in the same day, uh, or in the same routine, if you will. But either way, weightlifting does burn a tremendous amount of fat and a tremendous amount of calories. So I, I encourage everybody to try it out. Okay, myth number five. This is the, this is the last one. Um, and there's more too, but this is the last one I'm going to cover today. And it goes like this. I, Gordon, I'm going to need a personal trainer to start weightlifting, and I don't want to pay for one. Okay, you don't need a personal trainer to start weightlifting. I've touched on this a little bit today, and I just want to kind of revisit it. Uh, there's, uh, there's tons and tons and tons and tons of free information on YouTube, uh, fitness blogs. Um, you can find stuff here on this podcast. There's other podcasts. There's tons of information by a ton of great, um, fitness and nutrition professionals out there that just put out a bunch of content. It's all out there. Everything you need is out there and you don't need a personal trainer. A personal trainer is great for keeping you on track. Um, you know, coaches, I think coaches in every field, right? Not just fitness and nutrition, but every field are great to have. Um, if you can afford them, right. They not only do they keep you accountable, but they, there's, there's something that's very powerful about someone who's helping you see your progress, helping you see the things that you haven't done correctly, helping you see the things that you've done really well that you can expand on and continue to develop on. 
Uh, there's there's a lot of magic there. So yes, they're great to have. No, you don't need one. You can go to the gym today and put your headphones in and just mimic the stuff that you watched on YouTube at low, low weight until you figure it out and just track your own progress in a notebook, right? All that stuff is low, low, low cost, in some cases zero, and it's going to be huge. You know, you don't need a personal trainer. So um, let me just do a quick recap here of these five myths that I think are bullshit. And if they are reasons that you're not going to the gym, I encourage you to rethink them because uh, you have the ability to honestly to get in there and do the things you want to do, get the body you want to get, achieve the level of health that you've wanted for however long. Um, Anyway, number one, weightlifting will make you look like you're on steroids. It's not true. If you lift every day for a year, you're still not going to look like you're on steroids. Don't let this be the reason that you decide to cut out weightlifting altogether. Myth number two. This is for the women. This is for the ladies. Lifting weights will make me look like a man. Also not true. Again, just like number one, you could lift weights as a woman. You could lift weights every single day for a year, for two years, for three years, and still not have the muscle mass and vascularity that you're probably picturing in your mind that would make you quote unquote look like a man. Do not let this be a reason that you don't lift weights. Myth number three, weightlifting is going to cause me to become injured. Okay. (laughs) Again, yes, doing anything can cause you to get injured. I can't say that weightlifting won't injure you. I just, you know, but, uh, it's not going to injure you, right? (laughs) I can't say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. You're not going to get injured. You take it slow. You use low, 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 low weight until you figure out the form. You figure out the range of motion, and you do it all the right way. You can find all that information for free online. Um, And also, I encourage you to think about what would happen over 10, 15, 20 years if you decided not to exercise because you were too scared to to do that for fear of being injured. It's a bad reason not to start. It's a bad reason. Go to the gym if you're curious and but you're concerned about injuring yourself go to the gym and just do all exercises with an empty bar right or better yet grab a pvc pipe from home depot or something they're like four bucks and they weigh like i don't know quarter of a pound or half a pound and just do the exercises that you see online like all the main ones, deadlifts, squats, bench press, all that stuff. Try with a PVC pipe. It weighs nothing. It's literally impossible to injure yourself with it. And once you feel like you're comfortable with the form, go to the gym and do it with the bar. The bar is like 45 pounds. And then once you're comfortable with that, start putting weight on. You don't need to go straight to 225 pounds just because you see people do it in the CrossFit games. All right, you can start slow. You will not get injured. Myth number four, weightlifting doesn't burn as much fat or as many calories as cardio. Also not true. Uh, Again, weightlifting continues to burn way more over time because you're building muscle mass. And as you build muscle mass, your body has to funnel a lot of its resources to sustain that muscle mass or at least try to sustain that muscle mass. And the act of doing that will burn calories. It'll burn fat. It'll burn uh, your carbs that you ingest at a way higher rate than just doing cardio. I promise. And myth number five, I need a personal trainer in order to start weightlifting. Also not true. Your personal trainer can be YouTube. It can be Google. It can be any of the blogs that you look at online. It can be this podcast. It can be me. It can be any 
one that you use that's free that provides content that can feed into your workout routine and your education on the subject. Okay. And there's millions of them online. So you do not need a personal trainer. Are they great? Absolutely. Do you need one? Absolutely not. Okay. So I was going to take the end of this episode and dive into what I think is a awesome uh, beginner routine for people who are just getting started in the gym, just getting started exercising, just getting started working out and not really sure where to start. And, uh, you know, there's tons of information out there. You just do a quick Google search. You can find tons of information. Maybe you're digging the vibe here on this podcast. Maybe you're kind of, you know, you, you like my story a little bit or something. I don't know. But I have... Um, I have a lot of great insight that I think would be awesome for beginners, and I've seen it work before, uh, but I'm going to push all that out to another episode, so if you are that person that's interested in getting started, and you're not sure kind of where to start, or you want some pointers or some tips from someone who's been there, done that, um, you know, listen up, it's going to be coming up on an upcoming episode, or also, if you have someone in your life, a friend, family member, or whatever, that's um, interested in getting started working out, and uh, has some some goals that they want to achieve. Uh, Just kind of direct them towards the podcast and have them stay tuned for that episode. It's coming up real soon. So uh, again, guys, thank you so much for checking this out. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review on iTunes. Subscribe if you really love it. Uh, That means the world to me, honestly. And I have so much to say on these subjects and I feel like I can bring a lot to you. So um, anyways, one more time, thank you so much. And I will check you guys in the next episode. Peace. Thank you.